Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. After the time is up, you can do no more work. So there is a set time for you and I to bring the Father glory. There's a set time, and how do we do that? By allowing Jesus to live in and through us. By us, you and I being the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus. By us taking the time and praying and studying his word and allowing his spirit to manifest his presence through us. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Bible study right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're in a series entitled The Miracle Man. And today, or this evening, this morning, whenever you're watching or listening, uh, this is part number nine of that series. And it's going to be a blast. And I'm so thankful that you decided to join in. Now, don't forget to go to our website at kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. There you can find today's message and the entire series, so check it out today. And while you're on the website, if you feel so led, you can click the Give button there and give into the ministry. Any amount that you give will be a blessing to us and help us to keep this ministry a-going. Amen? All right. Let's go now to part number nine of this series, The Miracle Man. And we're actually in John, the ninth chapter. Now, John, the ninth chapter has 41 glorious verses. And some of you know exactly what I mean by that. Glorious verses, 41. And guess what? We're going to go through all of them. That's right. So buckle up. Take our, We're not going to be able to do it all today, of course, but we will over the course of the weeks. Now, we're looking at the miracles of Jesus in this series. And it is our goal that as we're, as we're witnessing his miracles, seeing how the Lord worked them and, and seeing how people received them, that we can also receive our miracles as well. And the Lord can use us to touch and heal and deliver others as well. Because we know that he is still a healer today. And in this world we're living in right now, this world needs a healing desperately. So I'm thankful that you're with me as we go into the scriptures. And I pray that this word just comes alive to us today. Now, again, it's 41 verses. We're going to read, I think, verse up to verse number 11 today, and we'll see how far we get. Okay. All right. So John, the ninth chapter, verse number one says, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Oh, that is, I can't wait to get into that. Let's look at, uh, what verse was that? Verse four. Okay, let's go to verse number five. It says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, go 
Wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. All right, let's stop there at verse number seven. I, I know I said 11, but let's, let's stop there at verse number seven. So that's the miracle that we're going to talk about out of weakness. And there's so much there that it's actually going to take all 41 verses to catch the full meaning of this. This is so wonderful. So let's go back up to verse number one and really dive into this. Verse one says again, and as Jesus, notice it says, and as Jesus passed by, he saw a blind, rather he saw a man which was blind from birth. Now, Let's look at the first few words there. It says, as Jesus passed by. So Jesus was in motion coming from somewhere. And really the place where he's coming from really gives context into what's about to happen here and why he's about to use, or why he's about to heal uh, this man that was blind. Or this, and at this point, this man that is blind. Why is he coming by this way? Of course, he loves this man dearly, and he wants to save him and deliver his life. Jesus is our Savior. He's our Lord. He's our King. But there's also another reason here. Jesus is going to use the weakness of this blind man, his infirmity, to perform a miracle that's going to confound those that are really after Jesus. I mean, there are some people here that really want to kill Jesus, that want to discredit him. There are people here that... Uh, and we'll see this in the scripture that have already told the others, if you say that Jesus is Christ, we're going to put you out of here. We're going to kick you out of the church. We're going to kick you out of the synagogue if you name Jesus as Christ. So, there, so Jesus has a lot of haters here. And that's one thing that, that really astounds me. Uh, and it, and it shouldn't, shouldn't shock us at all. If we name the name of Jesus and people don't hate you, if we don't have any haters, not saying that everybody around you, that you're going to be as hated as the Lord, as the Lord was in this context. But when we carry his name, those that are against him will cry out, right? He is light. And he'll say it in these, in this, um, this chapter as well, that he is the light of the world. Now there's a lot of darkness in the world and darkness loves, it would love to put out the light. It would love to snuff it out. But the light cannot be put out by darkness, but it doesn't stop the darkness from hating on it. So I want this to be a comfort to you. If you're at work and they're scandalizing your name, criticizing you for being a Christian, for being a believer, I want you to know that you're in great company. All right. Jesus is the overcomer. And because he has overcome, you will also overcome through him. Amen. Amen. So it says here again, in verse number one, and as Jesus passed by, where is he going? Well, let's, or where is he coming from? Let's go back to the previous chapter, chapter number eight, chapter number eight. Now there in chapter eight, there's this big woo, scandal or hooey that's going on here about Jesus healing on the Sabbath day. And they, they're really not liking him. They're railing on him. And there's a big discourse here. And Jesus really drops a bomb on them in chapter eight. Let's start at verse number 56. He says here, your father, Jesus speaking here, he says, your father rejoiced to see my day and 
he saw it and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet 50 years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? <laughs> Listen to this bomb. Oh, I love this. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Woo! Look at verse 59. Then took they up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them. And what? And so passed by. You got that? So he's passing by. He's going away from his haters at this point, those that are trying to kill him. They picked up stones in order to cast at him. Now, these weren't love taps they were trying to give him. They were trying to kill him. So they picked up stones to get him, but Jesus went his way. Why? Because he said, I am greater than Abraham. Hallelujah. Before Abraham was, I am. Jesus is God in the flesh. Hallelujah. So that was a big thing. You get a chance, go back and read uh, all of chapter 8. And obviously chapter 8 has about has 59 verses, so it's even longer. But you'll see in this how Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. Woo! I mean, he, he really gets on them. All right. So, I mean, it, it's, it's just thrilling to look at the boldness of the Lord Jesus, his confidence and his courage. He doesn't back down in the face of his accusers. Hallelujah. Don't you admire that? I love that about the Lord. And he does it in such a way that is truthful, but is also very compassionate. And he's also seeing the needs of all those that are around them. And he ministers to them too at the same time. So this is wonderful. So he's passing by in chapter 8, verse 59. And then verse 1 on chapter 9, it says... And as Jesus passed by, as he leaves the heat of that moment, of people saying, you're not who you claim to be. You are not Christ. We don't believe in you and we don't trust in you. As he leaves that environment of his haters, he goes out and he sees a man that has been blind, that was born blind. He's been blind from birth. He has never seen a day in his life. Jesus finds him. All right, let's look at verse number two. And his disciples asked him, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, it was a, it was a, um, it, there was a teaching back in that day, or at least a sentiment or thought that if someone was born with a disability, like blindness, then two things may have happened. One, he sinned in the womb. Some kind of way, that baby did some sinning in that wound. And as a result of his sin in the wound, he was born blind. Or some say, well, his parents sinned. And this is why he's born with this sickness, this infirmity, this blindness, because his parents sinned. That's what they thought at that time. But Jesus debunks that. And look, he says here, look at verse number three. Uh, Jesus answered, neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents. Why did this happen, Jesus? He says, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. This weakness has a purpose. God didn't cause it, but he will use it. You know, I'm not sure what weakness you were born with. Uh, some people may be born with a weakness to 
um, alcohol. You take one sip and you become an alcoholic. Some people may be born with a weakness uh, to insecurity and you're just, just so fearful. Maybe there are some emotional things that you've always had um, throughout your life, things that have been weak, a weakness to you. God didn't cause it, but guess what? He can surely use it to bring glory to his name and to magnify the ministry of Jesus Christ, to let his naysayers, to let his haters know that Jesus really is the Christ, the son of the living God. Now look at this. It says in verse number three again, neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the, help me read this, that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Look at verse four. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Now notice that Jesus said, uh, the works of God. Jesus said this blindness here, this weakness, this condition is here, or God's going to use this so that the works of God should be made manifest, should be clearly seen. And then he says, I've got to work the works of God. Well, what are the works of God? Glad you asked. Let's go to John the sixth chapter, still in John. John the sixth chapter, let's look at verse 28 and 29. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Look at verse 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Isn't that awesome? So the works of God talk about uh, really miracles, signs or wonders, or the, the wonderful things that God would do in and through us that would be a light to those that are around us that will help convince them that Jesus really is the Christ and bring glory to God the Father. Remember in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's the Father's heart, and then the verse goes on down, of course, and it says uh, that God does not want any man to perish. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but to come into eternal life through Christ Jesus, but to live. So it's a Father's heart, for people to receive Christ so they may live, so that they may be delivered, healed, and set free. That's the Father's heart. So the works of God are, again, when Father is glorified, and Father is glorified when people begin to recognize that Jesus is Christ. So what's going on here? He's gonna use the weaknesses of this man, his blindness, he's going to heal him so that people's eyes and attention will be turned to Jesus and they'll think on him and say, you know what, this has never been done before. You must be Christ. And as they turn their hearts to God and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, it brings glory to the Father. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. It brings glory to the Father. He is glorified because that's the Father's heart that people believe in Jesus and be saved. Glory to God not only from a burning, fiery hell, but to be saved from a life of hell and torment and torture and confusion and fear and doubt. God wants to deliver you. Let me tell you that now. He really wants to deliver you. 
All right, so let's go back. Let's go back into this. Our time is almost gone for the day. This is so thrilling, and we really haven't really gotten started with this. I want you to notice something else here. Let's go back up to verse number uh, number four. It says, Jesus says here, I must work the works of him that sent me. Listen, it says, while it is day, while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. What does that mean? There is a set time for you to do the works of God in your life. Now, there's a work that Jesus, of course, is doing to magnify the Father. And there's a work that you are doing or that God will use you to do in the earth. You and I must work the works of God. So what are the works of God again? These are miracle signs and wonders, or these are things that God will lead us to do, good works in the earth. Uh, Jesus says it like this, you and I are the salt of the earth. Uh, we are the light of the world. Uh, a candle that is, uh, a candle that when someone lights a candle, it is set on it is set on something, so it gives light to all those in the room, right? It's not put under a bushel. It's not put under a table, you know, so people can't see it. No, it's set up in a high place. It's, a, it's like a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. You and I are light. Jesus gave us his light, the light of Christ that's in us. So as we go forth and do the works of God, as we work his work, people will notice Christ in you. They'll notice Christ in you. Uh, in your voice. We're believing God for that. Now, when people see you, they won't just see you, although you're very handsome, very beautiful, I'm sure, but they just won't see you, but they will see Christ through you. When you touch them, they just won't feel you, but they'll feel Christ through you. When they hear your voice, they're not just hearing you, but they're hearing Christ through you. Why is that important? Because we want them to know that Jesus is Savior that Jesus is Lord. He is our Redeemer. He is the lover of our souls. We want them to know that they can always have trust and, and faith in Him, and that He will bring them out. And as they turn their hearts toward the Father, I mean toward Christ, their hearts are turned toward Father, and they receive, and the Father receives great glory. Amen? So this is wonderful. So Jesus says, I've got to do the work, the work of Him that sent me. And you and I also must do the work of him that sent us. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, so I send you. So we, you and I are also sent as ambassadors into this dark world. Now notice, this has a time stamp on it. He said, I've got to do this while it is day. While it is day. The night comes when no man can do work. So there's a set time. And when I was looking at this earlier, it, it sort of seems like... Um, you remember taking those standardized tests in school or what have you? You had to set time to do it. They would say, all right, time starts now. And you have your pencil in your hand and you're writing or bubbling in or what have you, however you did it. Maybe it was on the computer. And when time was up, time was up. Put your pencil down. That's it. After the time is up, you can do no more work. So there is a set time for you and I to bring the Father glory. There's a set time. And how do we do that? By allowing Jesus to live in and through us. By us, you and I being the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus. By us taking the time and praying and studying his word and allowing his spirit to manifest his presence through us. 
it, that's our desire. We know there's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain in this world today. You don't have to go very far to see it. Yes, it's on the news, but I guarantee you it's probably in a few of the people that are around you right now. And sometimes we don't even notice. They, people may be smiling, but they're hurting so badly on the inside. And maybe all they need is just a smile. You know, I was in a grocery store a few years back before all the pandemic and all that stuff was going on. And I was having a particularly, you know, just rough day. Some of you know what I'm talking about, just a rough day, sort of down, really thinking about the negative things that were going on and really not focusing on the Lord to keep my spirit man up, you know, keep my continence up. So I was having uh, a pretty bad day, having a, a pity party of one. But you know what, as I was coming out of this grocery store, I never forget this, as I checked out of my, checked out, and you're on the checkout line there, a lady came behind me and she had the sweetest smile and she smiled at me. It's just a smile. And I can about see it now. I probably couldn't pick the lady out in a lineup or anything, but it was something about her smile that just brightened my day. It sort of shook all the doom and gloom off of me. And I thought, wow. Everything is going to be just fine. And before I knew it, she was gone. I would have maybe made a comment, but, you know, but it was just a smile that day. I was delivered through a smile. <laughs> I mean, it's powerful. Now, I know these days, sometimes you got to wear a mask and all of that stuff, but I know there's some sort of way that God can use you and I. It doesn't have to be something so, you know, so grandiose. God can use even the simplest thing, a smile, a kind word, a prayer, a thought. Hey, I was thinking of you today to deliver people around them, to deliver people around you and bring them closer to Christ. I believe that that is the case for you and I. He will use our weakness to bring attention to Christ, to let people know who Jesus is. And that will bring glory and honor to the Father. Well, that's all the time we have today. I enjoy your company so much. I enjoy the word of God, and I'm grateful again that you were here with me to watch today's video. We're gonna take up on this on next week as we go into part number 10, because remember we have 41 glorious verses to go through here in John the ninth chapter. And it is my prayer that God always keeps you safe and protected. As a matter of fact, let me pray over you right now. Uh, the words of Psalm 91, and Lord, I pray that I declare of your people, all those that are listening and watching right now, I declare, Lord, your word in Psalm 91 that no evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come nigh their dwelling, for you have given your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. They shall bear them up in their hands, lest they dash their foot against a stone. And Lord, I declare also, with long life will you satisfy them and show them your salvation. Bless your beloved Father and keep them always safe and provide for them and comfort them and keep them. This is my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, that's it for this week. I will see you again all next week. Love you. And don't forget to go to the website at kingdomrock.org. 
Be blessed now. See you next time. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.